0: again it's good to be back here sure in god's house and i hope everyone had a wonderful thanksgiving and i know we did and uh we were true we we're just so blessed we we're so blessed in so many ways but let's go to the Lord of prayer sister pam will you pray for us you know, Mike? lord we thank you for this day and we just praise your name for all that we do for us. lord i pray for this service today to
1: have your hand on it to be
2: with the teachers and
3: Brother
0: Steve, as he brings the message, we have us to hear. Thank you, Lord, for it. many, many blessings. In in Again, Amen. Amen. Y'all can be saved. Let's sing it Look at page 129. Great in mind. Great in mind. <laughs> The weather. I don't He him. And he's yeah, just sinuses and stuff. He's just not feeling real well but but anyhow let's lift him up in prayer and let's continue praying for Sister Kathy. It's always good to, yes. nice to, just, to just to see you here this morning and it's good to have you. And I continue praying for you and and uh continue praying for Bo and Linda and uh, robert mail You know those need to be on our list every week and lift them up in prayer. But, there's so many others. Anyone else? Only step in prayer.
4: My yes. need your rain.
0: Yes. You got the rain. It's, it's
4: not
3: a happy place to land in the nursing home. I don't think. I don't
4: know. I co-watched to take me to the nursing home one time, or take me to the home, and he said, "You got a home." <laughs> I, I don't
5: feel like that
0: happiest of places so yeah it's uh, you know there's sometimes i guess there's you just got to make a decision to do that but to go there and hopefully we never have to go there but you never know but you know those folks who've been in, in the nursing home we need to lift them up for prayer for yes. sure. and, and of course it's always a blessing we go there and, uh, and, and sing and share a little bit with them and I hope we get to do that very soon again I think everything's getting a lot better there but you know far as uh, the COVID and stuff so we need to need to do that I know? hope we
4: make that a, a thing to do every second Sunday yes I
0: think we need- I think it blesses us and them yes you know when we was uh we, we was up in Hart, so we would go to the nursing home and especially during Christmas and singing and uh you know we take the little kids with us and i'm sure i have shared this with you before but they 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 enjoyed the singing but most of all they want to see them kids they bring them kids in here bring them kids in here and i thought well, it went so sad you know because you know they just seem like they get in the nursing home it's just out of sight out of mind and the kids has, don't have an opportunity to go or they don't don't get taken there so and we just need to lift up the ones that's in the nursing home. You know, they need they need some uh, they need some interaction, and, and, and uh, you know, just to share with them. And going there singing It will just be a uh, just a little part that will be a blessing to them. I know that for a fact. Anyone else? By the way my uh, best friend from high school, we were coming
3: to church this morning, flipped the radio channel, and if there was obituaries on. I mean, and I don't know why I stopped there. Didn't even know where the station was. And I uh, heard that, that my best friend's mom had passed away. Oh. And uh, she'll be buried, I think, mom. And then our, our neighbor across the street from us lost her son the day before Thanksgiving. And so we would remember the Dover family and uh, <coughs> the Warren families.
1: Yeah. Sister Johnny Beeson's a member of our community that's passed away. And uh, or lived here for many, many years, and he was uh, in the nursing home. But his uh, service, Monday, uh, Tuesday, we barely could. You' do so, remember Austin and his friends. They this What this one Okay. I
4: remember Hillary's mom? She's got shingles. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we need to pray for her. Yes.
6: Remember Sister Louise too. She's been she had Okay. John and
2: Diane remember me on to coming to home today. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Five hours away. Five, Five hours, hours away. You counting it. You're gonna be there waiting on I'm not
6: sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? I think Jean and Renee have been traveling, too. But they may be coming back
0: today. But oh yeah, that's right. They, they went up to the Carolinas Carolina. or something? Yeah.
5: I remember my grandson came. He's going through his last two weeks of training, and they say this is the worst. So, they don't get to the call that Miami's training. So,
1: Wayne, um, yes. my son proposed um, a few days ago. Um, but what I'd like to ask for prayer is they, they were both raised in church, but they are—they're not faithful in church. And I just would like to ask you to pray for them. They need to have that to start this life together.
4: Yes, amen. Wayne, the song that we sang, "Praise the One Who Breaks the Darkness." There had been 400 years of no open vision. And, and the Israelites, uh, um, the Jewish people, were in a very dark place, and uh, they were under Roman occupation, and, and uh, so, and then Christ came, the light of the world, and, and washed away the darkness, and uh, so this this season uh, let's let's remember the one that likes the world
5: anyone
0: else well, let's do this right here let's go in Lord prayer and then let's sing one more song if we can the song just came to mind a shine, jesus shine! can we do that so let's go to the Lord in prayer. And Brother Robert, can I ask you <clears> to <throat> pray for these? we yeah. Father,
3: we're thankful this day, this place to come and worship you. Thank the Lord that you made it here to come as go and it's growing and prosper, Lord, that under your care, watch care. We pray, Lord, that all the prayer requests that have been made, I couldn't make them all again, but Lord, you know all each and every one of them.
5: We pray that you would be
3: in the, the cause of each one of us needs Lord that you just be close by and be the folks that need you so badly at this
4: time.
3: Pray Lord especially that you do with with the ones in the nursing home.
5: Yes.
3: Your closeness could be something they can feel day by day. We pray Lord Father that, that we pray Lord that there's no need for a message here for only for years. We pray that you would give it to the word that's to the that bring it to today. Lord, if we could all get in there, that we need to be as close as we would be to you. There'd be no need for a preaching message for Heavenly Father. And God. we pray that your hand would be on the one that we it. Again, we ask that you be in all the prayer
5: requests that we made.
3: Father, just bless us in all that we do. We thank you. You praise to praise for it. Amen. Look at page 431.
5: 431. <laughs>
2: spiritual with a three-year-old wall on your lap, isn't it? And before I forget it, if I make a quick quick exit out the side door don't worry about me. I took some medicine on an empty stomach and I waited too long to eat, so still tastes terrible. Other than that I promise Pat I, won't. I will not detour. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I need to ask something before I forget it. Whatever became of the radio broadcast?
6: It's on go. I reckon if the church is okay with it, that's the fourth Sunday morning.
2: Christmas Eve.
6: Christmas Eve. And the reason we got it is no the church in Texas. So.
2: Which is so sad. If there was ever a Sunday to have the broadcast, right Christmas Eve. So, and that's on a fourth Sunday. So I uh, hadn't talked to Linda, but maybe the thing to do there is instead of lunch, have breakfast. That way everybody can get back home quicker in the afternoon. So think about that. Yeah, that's a great morning to sing, get to sing some Christmas songs. Yeah.
6: Brother Sammy was thrilled because he was nervous about that. It was his job to line up the church.
2: And he's afraid he's going to be there by himself. That's what, yeah. <laughs> okay. In one word, before we get started this morning, we're still in the 8th chapter of Romans, and it just gets gooder and gooder. I want to start, one of the important things about the rest of the chapter that we're going to study is you cannot take a verse out of context. You could prove anything you ever wanted to, but just pull a verse out and run with it. But it's got to be in context of of what's being said. You know, we could take the little verse that says pray without ceasing and just pull it out and say we've got to spend the rest of our lives in the altar. You know? If you take it totally out of context. Well, there's a few verses in here we've got to be really careful to keep them in context. And I need to back up to the 24th because you can't you can't pull the 26th verse out of context. You've got to have the two verses before it, so we'll cover those just again. 8th chapter of Romans and the 24th verse it says, For we are saved by hope. And hope and faith are real close cousins there. But hope that is seen is not hope. And we know scripturally the definition of hope is something highly anticipated. For what a man seeth Why doth he yet hope for? Just like when Christ returns, my faith will instantly change to sight. There'll be no more faith, it'll be sight. But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. And the key there, going into the next verse, is where he says, That we see not. Because that's where he's going to bring in this next verse. That we see not. And I'll try to read it in, in, in that. Likewise, the spirit that we see not helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. We don't know what to pray for. I wonder in Paul's day how many Christians prayed that he'd be saved and be a great writer of the New Testament when he was Saul. What did they probably pray? Lord, take him out. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been what they would have prayed. Lord, take Saul out. He's the biggest enemy we have. But yet they weren't praying what they should have. We. Really, most of the time, don't know for sure what we're praying about. Yeah, we, what does it say? We ask, we have not because we ask not, or we ask amiss. Yeah. His ways are so far above our ways. Yeah. But He knows that. And therefore, this Spirit that we do not see itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. He's our interpreter in prayer yeah because we' we you know there are things that I pray amiss you know that if what I want and that's really what it boils down to if I'm praying for what I want it might not be what I need or what somebody else needs yeah. No wonder in the Lord's prayer. What's the first thing he said? Our Father, which are in heaven, Thy will be done. Yeah, because as we're going to find out later, He wants the best for us. But we, but we cannot see tomorrow. If you'd have had the vote at the election booth that Saul would become Paul, I'm not sure you'd have got a vote. Mm-mm. No. And you, you look at Stephen's death, you'd have prayed, don't let that happen, Lord. But I think that's the straw that broke the camel's back with Saul. said he was holding his garments. Yeah. He noticed something that he never got away from. Yeah. Yeah. So really, we do have to be careful of what we pray for, but thankfully we have an interpreter, the Holy Spirit, who just is hope can't be seen, but he's our interpreter to get those prayers where they need to be.
1: Yeah.
7: Michael, you ever heard the phrase, Words Can't Say? Mm-hmm. There's times when we, we we can't speak how we feel. Yeah. We're not fully in tune with, with what's going on mm-hmm. inside, of but God is, and the Holy Spirit is.
2: And that's when we need help. Yeah. Maybe some of our best prayers we can't verbalize. Yeah, they're just the groanings of the heart. Yeah.
6: I was thinking nothing thrills me more than to than to see you was talking about when Paul was Saul, and it would have been so much easier to pray for the Lord just to take him out. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be a hindrance, but um, his conversion. And and it thrills me when I see somebody, especially when they're in the public eye, somebody that everybody knows about, and they do an about face when they find the Lord. I remember, uh, I think it was Dion Sanders played for Florida State, and uh, he was a uh, he was a show out, He was a, a, a bragger. He he was just everything you're not supposed to be. And then. After he graduated from Florida State, I saw him in an interview and uh, he talked about his experience of grace getting saved and how that changed his outlook and and he said it was all about me when I was lost but he said when I became saved it's all about him. And and I pray for our
5: leaders, not that God would take them out uh, as much as a
6: lot of times you'd like to see them taken out, um, but that Something would happen to them that they would find Jesus in their heart. And and if they did, you would see a change. You would see a change in their life. God can do that. He really can. Wouldn't you love to see people, uh, uh, maybe like our vice president, say, I just got saved and I want to praise the Lord. And all the issues that are godly, I want to go with.
2: For the 5.30 news would have a squirming time with that, wouldn't it? (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, what if if somebody in the Senate said, I need to take time out to tell you everybody something? Yeah. But no.
1: They used to have prayer before every session of Congress. I was curious about that. I didn't know
4: whether they did or not. You talked about not knowing what to pray for. I like think they shared on Facebook before that sometimes all you need to say is Jesus and that's enough. And I found myself in that decision don't mm-hmm. know what to pray for a certain
5: thing and just keep saying Jesus, Jesus, and he knows and that's enough.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll give an example of uh, a little bit of a negative way of looking at it, but someone has a bad disease and I'm praying that they get better so that they get better and they suffer the next five years. I can't see tomorrow. But thankfully the Spirit can. Yeah. Yeah. Because, in verse 27, and he, Christ, that searcheth the hearts, knoweth what is the mind of the spirit? It's still I can't get wrapped around it. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are unique but one. Yeah, that's a no-no in physics, isn't it? Yeah, can't be a and together, but but they are. Yeah, they're inseparable. I've said I've said before if if I turn down the spirit of God. I turned down Christ there's no difference and actually technically it's the spirit that draws here today yeah yeah
1: I heard about the egg
5: which very God, but it talks about the egg being the egg
2: Yeah.
4: but it has the yolk that serves a purpose and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, white water or whatever in the shell to protect but without them together it's not the one
2: thing, you know, like yeah. God. yeah, the Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Because He maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. That's
7: the difference between Spirit's prayer
2: and others. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. We pray amiss, but He'll pray for us the right way. Yeah. Now, starting with verse 28 I'm going to take it back if you'll let me I want to skip verse 28 and come back to it because if there's such I guess you could almost say this starts a new paragraph okay at verse 28 but let's go down to verse 29 and then we'll apply verse 28 as it needs applied for whom he talking about God for whom he did foreknow well who did God foreknow you and me the saints I cannot grasp that at all to to know what the future is yeah the best you know uh I had somebody help me with this a little bit to grasp it you know we look at time as a straight line the past the present the future but what if God stood here and time was a circle and he could look at past future present that's about the only way I can grasp what God can do is, is try to see it that way he's the same distance from the present as he is the future and the past at times a circle For whom he did foreknow. He also did predestinate. Well, that's a big bad word in a lot of places, isn't it? But he did he predestinate them to be saved? No. He predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. That's what the predestination's all about. He predetermined that those who had saved would be conformed to the image of Christ. And isn't that what we try to do every day, be more Christ-like? But even way above that, spiritually, our souls, we are. We're perfect in the soul, remember? We are in that regard conformed to Christ's image. When God looks at us, what does He see? He sees Christ. Yeah. So the predestination is not he will, he won't, he will, he won't. It's those who will will be conformed to the Son of God. That he, the Son of God, might be firstborn, first resurrection, among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate to be in the image of Christ them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified or made right with God. And whom he made right with God, them he also glorified. None of this is future tense for you and me. If we've been saved, this is past tense. This all happened when I was saved. It's all his doing. See, so you see, from the beginning of time, God had these things preordained, how they would work. Not individual preordained, but the plan, the process was preordained. Everybody good with that? We, Does predestination hang anybody up? Brother well, Michael, we,
7: we tend to think that God is subject to time. God created time. Yeah,
2: for us. I, I like to, the, way
7: I, the way I grasp hold of yeah. it is. Time is within God. It's not outside God. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
7: And and so, you know, things that just finite mind can understand. I I think maybe we have the seasons, we have the cycles, we have the years, is because we can't understand anything else.
2: No, we're prisoners of time. If you want to get down to it, we really are. We're prisoners of time because we're finite. Yeah. Yeah. now let's go back and read everybody good with predestined predestinate the plan was predestinated now let me go back and read the 28th verse that, that introduces this and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose he's talking about the plan here he's talking about the plan you want to yank that verse out and says if the little kid gets run over by the drunk, oh, God will get good out of that. I don't know how there's any good out of that. I don't know how there's any good out of Adam and Eve, what they did. You know, you can see a lot of things in this world that are really bad. That's not what this verse is talking about. Everything that God did, He calls to be good for His children from the beginning of time what He predestined, what He ordained, what those He justified, those He glorified, all of that was meant for good by God to those who follow Him. Yeah, okay? Please don't pull that 28th verse out of context. It'll drive you crazy. It'll drive you crazy trying to figure it out. No. Matter of fact, I saw let me pull it up right quick and even better and if you'll forgive me I'm going to read this anyway if I can get to it (laughs) we know that in everything God works for the good of those who love him yeah everything God does is for our good yeah yeah okay everybody good on that Good. Good.
5: Some
4: people quote part of that and and say everything works to the good,
2: mm-hmm.
4: but they don't go on and say for those who love the Lord, yeah, according to His word. I
3: think that's what you started off talking about, taking everything in context. You pull one verse out or a piece mm-hmm. of a verse mm-hmm. and just make any logic that you want. <laughs> when you bring it back to where it fits properly fits that's what, it makes, that's what it makes sense Yeah.
2: so if you want to make a note verse 28 is introducing verses 29 and 30 it's talking about the plan and the fact that I'm called justified and glorified that's all good that's all good And again, everything's past tense. I, it's not that I'm going to be glorified. Christ has already glorified my soul. Yeah. I just need, I got to change clothes. That's all. Just got to change clothes. Anyone else on that, please speak up. we to make sure we're all good there.
1: Well, I'd
7: like to say a word of warning. On my way home from work, I'll flip one radio station gets. <laughs> Well, there you, I'll go to another one. You hear all kind of Bible teachers. And you hear all kind of folks that are answer questions. And Brother Michael, they'll give them the quick answer. And they'll pull out one verse out of context. And they'll give them a whole story behind it. And, and boy, it just tears me up sitting there knowing that, that even these folks that they're trying to convince <clears throat> are sitting there saying, well, this don't seem right to me. You know? And 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 it's because it ain't right. The spirit is gonna let you know it ain't right. I'd rather have a man that's been taught by the spirit preaching to me than a man that's been taught in the seminary. Not got anything against seminary. I wish I had an yeah. education. Yes. Uh, but but you can't leave the spirit out of it, and there be any good in it. Throughout.
2: Ever scream at the radio? Yeah, I have too. <laughs> no,
7: no, that's not. And there'll be hundreds of people you know are just sitting there eating at it. And are like, you're just <laughs> leaving these people off down in a ditch. I
3: wish you had a talkback button on that radio. Yeah. <laughs> so wait just a minute. Let me
2: explain this to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So looking back at verses 28, 29, and 30, Paul asks the question, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God's on our side, if God has predestinated this plan just for us, who's going to stand up to that? Who's going to stand up to that?
7: I'm afraid it's us most
2: of the time. Yeah, it's always you yeah. know. But he goes on further. He, he talks about God. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not... With him also give us all things. He's already given us the very best to start off with. Why would he not give us all the good things that are less than Christ? Yeah.
7: He's kind of right up there with the bridegroom.
2: Mm-hmm. Heirs and joint heirs. Yeah. Then he asks this question, Who shall lay who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Who's going to say to to the Christian, you're not saved. You this, you that. You can't you can't you don't. Uh-huh. It is God that justifieth. You know, the, on, only to, the only one I've got a the only one I've got really please in my life is God. That's right. Really? Let's uh, see it.
4: The uh, only person that could say that negative thing to uh, God's elect is the adversary and his minions.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. No. He's a he's a loser. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again who is even at the right hand of God who also maketh intercession for us Paul's just continually trying to explain the position we're put in as Christians everything's going for us in in this realm yeah justified glorified yeah Anyone to work?
1: Yeah. Brother well, Michael, I might say this. Uh, it, it's really, really important to know how we believe these verses, just as you've taught them. Because even among the ranks of Southern Baptist, there's uh, a growing contingent of um, preachers that are following a different interpretation mm-hmm. of it and so it's just good to know that it's, it's, we, we emphasize it because we need to understand it so we know and recognize what is a wrong teaching there and uh, so we have a contingent of people in the Southern Baptist Church that believe um, in the five points of calvinism is where all that if you don't believe like we do you go in that direction and then there's you know among the presbyterian or or one of the older Mm -hmm. sects of presbyterian that's a very strong doctrine there too so it's just good to to know and really be grounded in that so to not be swayed because taking a different view and you've taught on this changes a lot of things about how what you have to do in the in the Bible. Sure, um, we we had a denomination of churches in Blount County when I was a child. There's almost I'll give you this, this as a for instance. There was almost one of these churches in every community, and they held to the the. Calvinistic views of teaching, which means that some people are saved are not, and there's nothing to be done about it, mm-hmm. there's no reason to evangelize. Yeah. Their viewpoint mm-hmm. was uh they know where the church is, yeah. they come if they want to. Mm-hmm. But, but, those churches are dead. Uh, and I can name off, I can name probably ten that I know of, then they're dead. Because they didn't, they 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 embraced a different view than what you taught, which had far-reaching implications of things such as evangelism. Mm-hmm. And no evangelism, the church there died. Yeah. So, now
2: yeah, their basic philosophy was, "Don't sweat it. If God's predestined to get saved, they'll get saved. Yeah. Eat, drink, and be merry." Yeah. But you also had to cut out several verses to get there, too.
7: Brother Michael, when I got saved, I didn't know anything about the Scripture. I, I mean, I went as a child to church with my grandmother and the preacher preached his heart out, Brother I'd preach Count, and preached back and forth over at Mount Hebron in the Mount Hebron community. And basically all I did was count his hacks and look at the clock and wait till time to go home and eat at my grandmother's and uh, but I'd go with her because she wanted me to go and uh, but I I, I remember uh, the hacks I don't remember much of the word but when I got saved I wanted to tell everybody I just knew if everybody found out what I did they would want it and so I was working at the hospital in Boaz and I was in the ER and I told one of the ladies she asked me what was what what happened to me that I was not like I used to be, and I told her I got saved. And she says, And this is the first time my heart got broke after I got saved. She said, Well, what is that? We don't have that in our church. And I said, Well, what are you? She said, We're Episcopal, we don't have that in our church. I said, Well, how do you know who's going to heaven? She said, Well, if you uh become a member of our church, you're going to heaven. And I thought, No spirit groaned and I groaned and I I was not educated enough to share with her and much more but I knew she needed help and that was one of the sweetest ladies that I've ever known but unless she got saved she missed it
2: Paul's going to wrap this chapter up especially from about verse oh I don't know the last, since about 25, he asked the question, looking back on what he said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? If the plan was made like it was, if the Spirit's interceding, if Christ is on the right hand of God interceding, shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. Think about Paul's life in all of these things. It is written, "For thy sake we are killed all the day long; we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter." Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors, more than conquerors, through Him that loved us. That's the the catch, if you'll have it. That's the catch. Through famine, nakedness, peril, sword, persecution. Through him that loved us, we're more than conquerors. For I... first
7: thing he mentions in the 38th verse. Yeah.
2: For I am persuaded that neither death, I'm persuaded neither life, nor angels or principalities, nor powers, nor things present or things to come. Nor height, nor death, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Because really, that's how God really showed His love, wasn't it? Was Christ? Yeah. Through
7: the death and resurrection of Christ.
2: Yeah. So. How God much does? Yeah. How much does God love us? He showed Christ. Mm-hmm. That's the best he had. Yeah. Anyone a word? I need to ring the bell.